Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Tony, each of us has picked a specific movie genre. Mine is horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. That's going to make it worse. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. We take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give them a second chance. Today's pick on the podcast is Carly's pick for Christmas. Yay. Merry Christmas. I don't really get a Christmas pick this year, so it's early December. <laughs> Merry holiday counts. season. We're covering 1994's The Santa Claus. Hey, it's December. Um, Christmas is the whole month long. <laughs> In fact... Christmas is, is late November. I Okay, so I told John that I wanted... We're recording this early. FYI. It's just just a little bit ahead it's of not what you're close. But December it's, yet. It's <laughs> not Thanksgiving yet. Hey, let's Soon. let's ruin all the magic. Well, it has to do with the story. <laughs> but so at the store, the Black Friday has started started on Sunday. Okay. And I always start my Christmas apparel on Black Friday. But this week we've started the week before Thanksgiving. Most retailers have. It's going all week long. And I didn't want to wear anything Christmas because Christmas doesn't start until Black Friday. And John's like, Christmas is in December. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> Christmas goes to Black Friday to Christmas. Some people, until after New Year's, still have Christmas stuff up. Have we brought a tree up? We put our tree up already because... We we, did too. (laughs) We didn't... I haven't decorated the tree. The only ornaments on the tree are Grumpy Smurf and then two ornaments John's mom sent him in the mail. (laughs) But uh, we had to get it up before John's went down uh, for his knee surgery. Their tree topper is the bomb.com. It's Grumpy Smurf with wings. It's very cool. Yeah, we have we got a Grumpy Smurf. Maybe one we'll year. put a picture on the. Yeah, thing. we got it from my mother one year for Christmas and it's very or cool. something. And our angel had broke its wings, broke off. So we decided we're going to stick the wings from an angel on the back of Grumpy Smurf, put it on top of a tree, and a legend is born. It's fantastic. We didn't have a tree, and so I bought one at the big lots for fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. It's. This tall. Are they <laughs> attacking it? It's a roughly three feet tall. That's a one-use yes. tree, huh? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they are. We, wanted, we didn't put anything on it. We just set it up. We wanted to see what would happen. And they use it as an obstacle when they're fighting with each other. Oh, Lizzie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Lizzie. It's Tony's cats. <laughs> they're constantly fighting. You saw the video. Yeah. Lizzie is an angel. She used to just lay under the tree on the tree skirt angel. like, oh, you made me a nice spot. <laughs> cats are she to kill us. But that's true. That's why it's all their cats. Have you ever seen called voices? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the cats say? Kill them. All right. Speaking of movies that aren't the movie The Santa Claus. Oh. We have received an email. An interesting all right. email. All right. From a gentleman named Nick. Okay. And he says Is he's... Is Saint Nick? No, perhaps. No. He might That's be giving supposed- us a Christmas present. We don't know. Uh-huh. This is a coincidence. He says, I stumbled across a movie I'd never heard of a while back, and it completely blew me away. And so ever since, I've been desperately trying to convince everyone across movie fandom to give it a shot and hopefully drag it out of complete obscurity. It's from 1988, and it's called Beast of War, a.k.a. The Beast. It's about a tank. <laughs> oh, okay. It's starting... Oh, I don't know how you would say that name. George... Lazenby. Zunza? Zunda? Jason Patrick and uh, Stephen Bauer. 
It was only released in two screens across the whole of the United States by Columbia's Pictures, and he says, I kid you not when I say this is the best Hollywood film you've never heard of. Quentin Tarantino's old writing partner, Roger Avery, has it down as the best movie of 1988 on his letterbox. Um, so we watched this trailer. He included a link to the trailer on YouTube, oh. which me and John watched. It seemed crazy. crazy. <laughs> and I looked, it's currently streaming free on Prime. Mm. So, eighty-five. Well, it happens that the school district I work in, mm-hmm. that hates its teachers and its students, uh, <laughs> decided to give us tomorrow off. So perhaps I will watch it. I believe it would be definitely. Yeah, it was supposed to be an early release day, but they decided when they decided that if they close schools, it would be on a school by school basis because of cases. But until they close your school because of too many cases, every student is coming to school. <laughs> okay. Well the, at the same meeting they decided to give us the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Since, well, you're off. <laughs> since Carly's off tomorrow she has nothing to do. She's gonna watch this movie. <laughs> She's gonna report back. You well, think? you might also watch this movie. It is free on Prime, and you ain't got, I ain't got shit to do. I'm doing a puzzle, now, but I it cost, Put it on in the background. It cost $8 million and it made $161,000. Well, definitely right. qualified. Well, here's the thing. If you want Nick, if you want me to do this movie, I'm going to need a few things from you. I'm going to need your favorite character, your least favorite Ooh. character, your favorite scene, your favorite line, and your favorite tertiary object. You email those back to me, and then I'll watch the movie. Actually, or he might just watch the movie. We I'll, don't I'll know. probably just watch the movie. <laughs> officially do it for the podcast until I get those. You know, five when he things. knows people want a movie, he puts it off. I'm telling you, anybody, any of our listeners who've seen How this movie, about Carly? any of our listeners who have seen this movie or are now intrigued, like we are, by Nick's email, um, you can send us that information because we'll, we'll, share. Share we'll share it. We'll share it. All right, so this movie. This movie. Also this about movie Nick. I actually saw a long, long time ago. I don't know if it was 1994, but it was before 1998. I saw the theater. I don't think I did, but but I remember it, and Tony mentioned it, and I was like, "Oh, that is a movie we could do." Now I have never seen any of the sequels. However, I saw them all. We have Disney Plus. I will so. be watching. Them. <laughs> I will learn more about this curse. I've seen them all. The third one gets a little out there. Really? <laughs> the second one is weird because the Mrs. Claus. I think I've seen the second one because he has to get a wife. Yes, yeah. I think but I here's didn't the see thing. the third one though. These elves have had we don't know how many previous Santas, right? Mm. But we assume I got information on that. But we assume that they've had that they can keep a Santa alive more than what ten years because oh, oh. that's how much time has passed yeah. between the first one and the second one. But yet they're all shocked by the appearance of the Mrs. Claus. How often does Santa die? Oh, let's not let's not open that. Now, see, I don't know because I haven't seen the no, second we're, one. We're gonna worry about that next year for Carly's Christmas pick. The third one. <laughs> Tony asked me if I was gonna do a three-part introspective. Like Conan. <laughs> I said no because that'll put me doing Santa Claus movies into February. <laughs> but if you really love but Santa. If you do, if you do one wrong. a year, it'll take it till twenty twenty. Two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <sighs> There's a lot to unpack. We'll put that one. in the back pocket and worry about that later. Tony's notes seem to involve long division. <laughs> <laughs> I have some questions about this curse. All right, so this one came out in 1994. It was written by a writing team that was Leo Benvenuti and Steve Rudnick, who are also credited as writers for The Santa Claus 2 and 3, Boom. and Space Jam. 
Oh, I quite enjoy Space Jam. Not even gonna lie. <laughs> you know what? I enjoyed Space Jam as well. I have no interest in seeing the new one, Space Jam Two. I didn't know there was a yeah. Space Jam. Yeah, it's with LeBron James. Um, mm. I don't think waiting what thirty years plus to make a sequel for a cartoon basketball movie is just necessary. I don't think LeBron James deserves his own cartoon basketball movie. Hot take. Whoa, whoa! I just agree. saying. All right. Uh, this was directed by John Pasquin, who also directed Miss Congeniality 2. Whoa, not the first one. Jungle to Jungle. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> That's a blast from Actual, Actually, a movie I quite enjoyed. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and 73 episodes of Last Man Standing. Mm. The reason I put that on, he also did some episodes of Home Improvement. It seems like Apparently he's he a Tim Allen enthusiast. Well,. <laughs> I quite enjoyed um, Home Improvement. Yeah, I think I've watched ar, 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 every episode multiple times. And we enjoy Last Man Standing. Yeah. I don't know about the new stuff because a lot of characters have dropped off. Yeah, but. they had a lot of trouble. politics. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I have, in the beginning, those first few seasons are it was good. good. I never now, watched Last Man Standing. This was that's not, not a whole. Like, this is when he was hot as he's going to be. This, when this movie came out, he had the number one movie, the number one book, and the number one show. Yeah. By the time Last Man Standing came out, all we were watching was crime drama. Yeah. Uh, not theaters. We were like deep, a, deep in our crime drama land where you nothing were else CSI existed. CSI New Orleans by that point. Oh my God, Scott Bakula. Baby Scott Bakula. All right, so we are starring, of course, Tim Allen, mm-hmm. we have mentioned. Welcome back to the podcast from Galaxy Quest. Toy Story. Judge yeah, we didn't Reinhold. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the podcast Ooh, from Grim. I just you recently watched all three Beverly Hills Cops. Did you? Uh, yes. Including Beverly Hills Cop the 3. The first two were good, but don't watch them in a row because the third one really sticks out how bad it is. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't watch the third one. Go it's one, two, end of, end of scene. They should one, have two. stopped it too or actually gave a shit about the third one. Oh, we have David Crumholtz. Welcome back to the podcast. This is his third appearance. Mm-hmm. What else was he here for? Adam's Family Values mm-hmm. and The Mexican, yeah. which is only in for like five he's, minutes. But. He was also one of our favorite um, crime dramas. Yes. Numbers. Numbers. Yeah. He was great in that. Which we've been slowly rewatching. Yes. With the great ca- um, guest star, Lou Diamond Phillips. Nice. God, we him. have another third appearance on the podcast. We do. Peter Boyle. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who yes. was in Johnny Dangerously and The mm-hmm. Shadow. Mm. Both my movies. Yep. Yeah. And there's one more welcome back to the By podcast. By the way, Peter Doyle's in the second and the third one. He is nice. in Father Christmas. in the, Father Or Father Time. Time. Yeah. He goes from being his boss at the toy store or the toy Was company. Was he father time <laughs> the entire time? Perhaps. Maybe. Possible. Um, and or maybe, then, maybe Father Time is secretly his twin brother. Maybe Father Time fell off a couch or something and died. Maybe. And he just happened and to be the guy that put he, on the coat. And he got this, <laughs> picked up his hourglass in his robe. Yep. And he was like, what's this? Father Time had a heart attack right in front of him. And he said, oh no. And checked his pockets for identification. And now he's Father Time. Shit yeah. happens. Now I want to see that movie. Yeah. <laughs> There's one more welcome back to the podcast. Mm-hmm. The dude who plays his doctor, when he yeah. goes to the doctor, Steve Vinovich, uh-huh. it was in The Mannequin. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I remember about now mannequin. I want to watch The Result. Mannequin. With Hollywood. <laughs> we should watch that. Is that available somewhere? I was watching Designing Women the other day. <laughs> yeah. And Tony walked in and he goes, Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fun to say like that. And then we have Eric Lloyd played the son, Charlie, and he was also in 41 episodes of a show called Jesse with Christina Applegate. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, he played her son. And then the mom is played by Wendy Crewson, and she's known for Air Force One, 
the sixth day. She's been in a bunch of stuff. stuff. 141 yeah. film credits. Yeah, she's been cheesy. Like she's like, oh, she's the girl from that thing. Yeah. Oh, she's in that too. Oh, she's in that too. She's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Nothing really stands out, but she's always she's working actress. Mm-hmm. Very good. Mm-hmm. We have a budget of 22 million dollars and a worldwide gross. Of $189,982,357. So it made a couple shots. <laughs> I wonder they made two more. <laughs> like, second one didn't do it. Yeah, make a third. Yeah. <laughs> we, can, we can still milk this cow. Oh, <laughs> Even though it is a lot later. They waited a long time to make the sequel to this, too. This one was a sequel? It was, uh, it was after it was 2000. 2002. So it was eight years, and then it was another, like, four years until the one after the third. They might have to wait for him to clear his his time up. He had a Tim Allen. He was huge. He was huge. When did Toy Story come out? Uh, 95, the year after this. Toy Story, Toy Story. So, yeah, he was on, like, a... Yeah. Rocket Scrabble. Probably on tour doing comedy things. uh, During your side conversation, Toll Carl, I saw him in in the theater there doing his comedies. Really? Yeah. Nice. He did. It was weird. You were expecting like Tim the Tool Man Taylor. He was talking about ball hair, which <laughs> you don't really expect. I would be interested to hear his comedy about ball hair. Like when people talked about the dude who played the dad on Full House. Bob Saget. His comedy. I love me some Saget. That is not Danny Tanner. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Saget is a raunchy old dude. Bob Saget has a song on one of his comedies called My Dog Lick My Balls. <laughs> No. He also sings a song called Danny Tanner Wasn't Gay. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, if you get a chance, uh, I think that's on, That both of those are on That Ain't Right. So, go back, friends, and listen to that. You're or wrong. don't. It's raunchy. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> don't. Real then, raunchy. don't know. Not, no, no kids. <laughs> don't watch it with your kids around. for children. Oh. It's an NC-17 sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. All right. I have a 57. Well, it has a 57 mm-hmm. Metascore. A 6.5 on IMDb, a 71% tomato meter, and a 65% audience score. Okay. So a lot of people like it or think it's all right. <laughs> like it or think it's okay. No one hates it. Yeah. Well, somebody does, and their name is Tug3. Wow. <laughs> Tug3. Tug3 Who what? says, one out of ten gets my vote for being the worst movie ever made. Have wow. they seen Elf? <laughs> Have they seen Jack Frost too? Is my standard go-to so. question. <laughs> Have they seen Jack Frost? Either of them. Oh man, both bad. So it says. Have they seen Santa Jaws? The Santa Claus is the most distasteful and resoundingly mediocre film I have ever seen. Mediocre isn't bad though. I know. It's just mediocre. Yeah, it's just okay. The Middle underlying of the road. premise of the movie, the violent death of the patron saint of children, treated as goofy slapstick, is repellent, and none of the some forty thousand extraneous subplots of the filmmakers ta- that the filmmakers tack on can change this. No films wow. anger me as much as mediocre films, films that are not willing to take a chance. It's amazing how this film can take such a gruesome premise and play it off as a joke. There's not even a moment's mourning for the passing of poor St. Nicholas. In an ideal world, Frank Capra would rise from the dead and slap the snot out of Tim Allen for making such a cruel and lukewarm holiday film. Okay, so this guy's eight. <laughs> Nobody gets that upset about getting Santa Maybe getting killed. Maybe he should have given it four tugs and you'd be in a better mood. <laughs> I don't get what your reference is, dear. That's all right. Oh, man. You're on a medication. <laughs> wow. On the other hand, I have my dog lick my ball stuck in my head now, which is terrible. <clears throat> I picked this for you, John. Bevo1378 says That's my 10 out of 10, laughing all the way. Really good Christmas movie. 
Not as good as Die Hard, though. Oh! It's <laughs> a quality answer. I give that review 10 stars. <laughs> What's your favorite Christmas movie? Probably love actually. I think we've had this. I can watch that one over and over and over again. We probably did during the love actually episode. Although I do wish I could cut out the storylines that I don't care for and just watch the ones I do. Just just (laughs) zoom ahead. I'm fine fine with every. You know how when they do the TV edit, they cut out all the nudity. Uh I would be the nudity. (laughs) I would be fine if the TV edit cut out all the stuff with Kira Knightley. Like her, and but I really hate that story thread. Uh, yeah. That he's in love with his best friend's wife. Now that's terrible. But at the end, where she, she kisses him, she yeah, like yeah, there's there's it's something weird, weird there. Yeah, and how she responds to it. Well, it's weird that they treat it like, like it's fine. Yeah. It's like I mean, okay, you fall in love with your friend's wife, whatever. That's but that's something you deal with, not something you tell her. Like, what are you trying to get out of it? Well, also, and then he's like, does the whole cue card thing? I was like, I don't like. But that. I like the when they go to America storyline. I don't yeah, need the yeah, dumb chicks in the well, bar. <laughs> you know, they better not fuck with us. Anything with the Uncle Billy, about, you do that shit, we're gonna have a problem. But the thing about the Kira Knightley storyline in that that bothers me the most is all the other cel- storylines celebrate people falling in love. Mm-hmm. But this is not people falling in love. This is a horrific circumstance that makes you not be friends with your best friend anymore. <laughs> yeah. Until you can deal with this. Yeah. This yeah. is not, a. that's not, that's unrequited love and it's not part. Because well, all they had to do was have it to where they were on their way out. Yeah. And it was very obvious that they were going to get a divorce very soon. Then it wouldn't have been quite as bad, you but, know. But it's it like they seem to be having a great time. And she, did, and she gives him a kiss, and it was probably meant to be like a sympathy kiss, like it'll be fine. Yeah. But it just didn't need to be. Yeah. It didn't. It's a little whatever. I actually think that my favorite Christmas movie is A Christmas Story. Uh, Even really? after all these years, my mom loves that one, so I saw it a lot growing up. Everybody saw it a lot. It's on twenty four hours on TNT. But I still... And Home Alone is on... Sometimes I watch it multiple times during that 24 hours. <laughs> Even as much as I love Love Actually and Die Hard, mm. I really just think... Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. That's not it. That's not right. I like to just watch all of the bad, like, Hallmarky Netflix Christmas movies. I mean, they're all kind of the same. But I will watch they'll, seven they'll change it up in one day if I don't have anything else to do. I'll just go from watching one to another to another. Well, <laughs> next time, them, watch six and watch a lot the of them beast are next time. <laughs> I don't watch those Hallmark Palatizer. movies, yeah. but I do read the romance, the Christmas We're 20 minutes romance in, novellas, which is what those movies are based on most of the time. They're almost always based Tony, on. Tony, what's books. your favorite Christmas movie? <sighs> Lethal Weapon? Quality pick. It's it's it depends on my mood, but Something it's either it's either the cartoon Grinch, that's a good oh, one, yeah, Lethal Weapon, one. or Gremlins. I almost oh, did like the I Jim was... Carrey Grinch movie because I know you like that. It's one. okay. It, it's. <laughs> did you see the new the latest remake? Nah. I wonder if it's any good. I heard it was not. Good. All right, so hey, anybody well, want to talk about? That doesn't mean it's bad. Shh. I know. Anybody want to talk about Santa Claus? Well, what'd you think going in, John? I thought, hey, this is the guy with the ball hair joke. <laughs> okay, what'd you think going in, Tony? I was like, I remember liking this a long time ago. I haven't seen it in a long time. Let's go ahead and watch it. Tony right. says that a lot. It's the truth. <laughs> Ooh, I really like I've been meaning to watch this. All yeah. right. Well, the movie opens at the office Christmas party, which happens to be on Christmas Eve. I would not be happy about that. <laughs> no. Nobody wants to be at work Christmas Eve, especially not late. No. You don't know. 
No. I feel like a lot of still no places. <laughs> I feel like you see that a lot. That like the office Christmas party. I um, Die Hard wasn't that a Christmas Eve? That wasn't Christmas, was it? I feel um, like it was. It wasn't. It was Christmas time. I don't know. Usually you have it like a, on I think the it's like a movie thing. thing. Yeah, because in have, real life, nobody wants to go to the office Christmas. Nobody's showing up. Well, because, exactly. <laughs> because the sooner you, closer you get to Christmas, the less likelihood you're going to have everybody there. I don't know. People will go on vacation to go see their people. That I they feel actually. like a lot of people have parties on Christmas Eve, though. Okay, well, so it, Elaine's the only one sticking by this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sticking by it. I just feel oh, like maybe no. during, that it used to be more common. This was a long <laughs> time ago. That's a true. long, long time. It ago. was a long time. It was Twenty six years ago that this movie was made. Wow, times have changed. That's what he's like. We don't need to be reminded of that. I remember going to see uh, this in the theaters. <laughs> so Scott Calvin, our main character, it's a whole generation of people. Ago. Okay, <laughs> has and his uh, work partner are recognized for marketing for being marketing gurus who helped them get to record sales this year. Woo-hoo. And uh, they make a speech, and on the way home, he calls his ex-wife and lies about being stuck in traffic because he is late. Because he's that dad who says, yes, you can bring Charlie over on Christmas Eve at XY time, and then he's late to his own house. (laughs) Is he that dad? Is he that dad? There's no other apparent things that he's an absentee father or doesn't show up on time. Yes, sir. No, everything in the contrary. I don't feel like... There are. But she says to him, he says, if somebody's going to disillusion our son, I feel like I should be part of it. And she makes a comment of, oh, but you're never around. And his son does not want to stay with him. (laughs) And I will say I have seen that same behavior in my nephew. His son in the beginning of the movie acts just like my nephew. Yeah, but I'm just saying that's... Moving That's on. what it tells me. Moving on. But I don't think he doesn't spend go. a lot of they time never move on. They don't have a lot of fun together. <laughs> I, Elaine's going to get her damn thing out. I feel like that's indicated. But, uh... It's, it's alluded but not shown. You needed to see it. If, if someone's a bad father, you need to show that. You don't go, the wife said he's a bad father. Okay, well, can I see something? I mean, it's obviously he doesn't get along with Neil... Right. No but one he shouldn't him. have to get no. along with Neil. You don't get along with the new husband. Well, right, not right away, anyway. Like, we don't know how long she's My been stepfather and my father get along great. Yeah, All but right. I'm just saying. So it's Christmas Eve. Charlie doesn't believe in Santa Claus anymore. And Scott is upset about like, this. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. What kind of bold night is that? And then Charlie doesn't want to stay, and he makes his mom promise to pick him up at sunrise. <laughs> You'll be here early, right? Like, sunrise. <laughs> Do I have to stay? Scott tries to cook a traditional dinner that he started at, I don't know, 6 p.m. Because <laughs> it's already dark. I mean, it's Christmas, so it's already dark at 5. But uh, he then he starts to try to cook a turkey. It catches on fire, and they end up at a Denny's. I think that scene's hilarious. <laughs> I hate that scene. That scene is so stereotypical that if, if you're going to leave your kid with, with their father unattended, well, we're going to Denny's because you know no. men can't cook. It's, I'm like, kiss my ass. I, I if you leave the kids think, alone with me, I'm making some good shit. I also think it's offensive. Not because offensive. It's just dads are stupid. Just because they're single dads doesn't mean that they're going to burn their turkey. But I'm sorry. When she sits in that section, and most people who aren't Italian... <laughs> Most people either have turkey or ham or both. At everybody, Christmas. everybody knows your standard Christmas meal is lasagna. It's lasagna. 
My favorite but, is Italian Christmas. My well, mom just doesn't want the big Thanksgiving dinner two months in a row. Boom! I just want to say, um, there's always time for turkey. It never goes bad. And two, two, when that single, when he looks at the other table and that dad waves his wrapped up mitten hand where he's burned himself, <laughs> I giggle every time. But you're offended by it. Uh, my question. It's, I said it's offensive, but I think that that is funny. Is how do you run out of hot chocolate? How do you run out of chocolate milk? milk. That's what I mean. So give one of your fucking people to get in the fucking food line. You can just mix it. Is it closed? Closed? Yeah. Well, all the restaurants were closed. And back then, everything was closed. That's true. That's true. Nowadays, you could just zip up to the food line or Nowadays, No, no. Nowadays, shit's closing again. You might not be able to. Like back, you know, last year, things broke. This year, things are closing. This is 2020. Some shit has changed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, uh, well, 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 sorry. They, the Denny's is out of a lot of stuff. No eggnog, no chocolate milk, no apple pie, no turkey. That reminds me. Your son wants eggnog. Did I tell you? Gross. <laughs> he said he's never had eggnog. I'm like, yes, you have. I've got a, he wants some eggnog. Gross. And they have a very awkward <laughs> dinner because Charlie is miserable. And then later, Scott reads The Night Before Christmas. Charlie has questions. He should have got the funny face pancake. He would have felt much better. Well, the moon's over my hammy. He says, what does a rose such a ladder mean? And he's like, um, it's a rose such a clatter. It brought a big noise. It was a big noise. And he's like, how do uh, reindeer fly? How does Santa fit down chimneys? What about people that don't have chimneys? And Scott is like, <laughs> Which is funny because you have these questions, right? Mm-hmm. It's a small child. You yeah. ask them. People give you some big mo- bullshit thing, and you're like, oh, move on. And then you're told, all right, Tanner's fake. And you're like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so you lied upon lies. <laughs> like, so I called you out on this like three years ago, and you doubled down. Does this upset you? And, but now. <laughs> I was that kid. I'm like, I have some questions. I have some questions. I was also the guy in church doing the same thing, but oh, don't yeah. ever fucking do that. I have some questions, <laughs> no, though. You have some, good at principles always. Yeah, th- things are bad if you do that at church. But when you do this for your holidays, like, I always have some questions. What does Jesus have to do with chocolate buns? Well, no one wants to answer these questions. My question was, they were tell- the nuns were telling us how women can get no pleasure from sex. And I said, then what are dildos for? And my ass was in the principal's office. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's a legitimate question. <laughs> I have questions. You seem very upset that people lie to their children about Santa. Mm-hmm. Yet we had two children who you lied to about Santa. Ooh. <laughs> Hot take. It's a bit of an enigma, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, no. When challenged with The it, hypocrisy never... of the church in this house. <laughs> no, no. I never pushed the Santa myth when challenged by it. But I did present it as true. Why? Because it's fun. <laughs> and they used to leave me cookies. They still leave you cookies, and they've known that you are Santa for a long time now. And me and Cross usually eat them together. Aww. He gets mad if you use the Santa cup for drinks outside of Christmas. <laughs> Everybody has their traditions. Oh, man. It's fun to believe in magic. Do you believe in magic? So Scott says, sometimes when you believe, you just believe. Reindeer can fly because that's how Santa gets around. And since Scott believes, and Charlie is not sure, (laughs) 
he's like, maybe we should leave out some cookies and milk, just in case. And he's like, I'll go preheat the oven. I don't know if your oven works anymore, dude. Probably the oven works. sprayed all that fire extinguisher. I'm sure oven. the oven works just fine. I don't know if it's a gas I, or electric. I don't know if you want to cook in it. If it was electric, it probably still works. Although I hope to God he cleaned out. The flame retardant chem- chemicals? Yeah. That'd be, that's one of the things I tell you to do right away. I don't know. I've never set a turkey on fire. I don't burn food. I've only yeah, ever had no. one dry turkey. And you were so upset about it. God. Gross. <laughs> Why are we in there that again? It's fine. I'm <laughs> dramatic. Yes, you are. <laughs> I was like, now you're ruining Thanksgiving. I didn't say that out loud. Ooh, I had already ruined Thanksgiving. The turkey was dry. <laughs> I enjoyed right. it. You make the best gravy, so you put the gravy on a turkey. It's all good. Charlie is wakened by awakened by a clatter. He arose such a clatter. Yes, and he goes and he says, Dad, Dad, arose such a clatter. <laughs> and he's like, what? A big noise. <laughs> and he's like, it's just the wind or something. But then he hears it. And he's like, oh, crap. Somebody's trying to break in from the roof. So he goes outside and hollers up to the man on the roof. So he startles, slips, and falls. This is not what Tim Allen would actually do. Tim Allen would be standing there with... with with a firearm of some sort? <laughs> yes. You ever see those commercials for the guys, you know, the gun guys? Someone's breaking in, and, like, the husband gets all excited. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> Fully tactical. No. You never saw those? No, I'm not getting those YouTube uh, ads. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, all right, well, shit. Black well. Raffle Coffee is one of them, and it's awesome. Well, maybe I should, wa- maybe I should watch a video featuring Black Rifle Coffee Company, and then I'll get those instead of all of the ads I currently get for makeup and clothing and engagement rings. I'm just happy that the stuff is over. <laughs> because lately I've been looking at rings online. So, the best one, you're going to... One of them is the... It doesn't say husband or wife, but the man uh-huh. gets up and he starts tacking his stuff up. Uh-huh. The woman who hears this gets frustrated, grabs her gun, goes downstairs and, you know, subdues the guy. Before he can get all tactical. Though. And he gets down there and is like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you took too long to get dressed. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy falls off the roof. Yep. And Charlie runs out. It was Santa. And Santa is dead. Scott killed him. And he's like, no, I didn't. I didn't kill him. <laughs> he checks for ID because he's like, this dude has to have ID on him. He gets a business card. It has red trim. And it's for Santa. And on the back, it says, if anything should happen to me, just put on my suit. The reindeer will know what to do. And he's like, what? <laughs> so we're at your house for some reason. Mm-hmm. That guy falls off it. Says, put the clo- put the hat and the jacket on. You put the hat on, put the jacket on. What oh. happens? We split the power. It's who. I I also noticed. At no point do we see him wearing the hat. We see him put on the pants and the jacket. But we don't see him wear the hat. (laughs) I think it's all the powers actually in the jacket. Hmm. Oh, then you got screwed. Yeah, that's all right. I don't know if I don't know if immortality technically comes with this or not. We'll get to that. Well. I was like, it puts the jacket and hat on and gets the hose again. I don't know. I was like, what is, is there's a threat? Uh, hey, look, they just said you would live long and eat well. <laughs> yeah. Oh. As long as know. you're eating those cookies. No. <laughs> so I now. I love me some chocolate chip cookies. Now they realize that there are reindeer, in fact, on the roof. And Scott is like, okay, so the man slipped and fell off the roof. Not my fault. I have good insurance. I should be okay. But. How do I explain the reindeer on the roof? And then he turns around and walks into a ladder 
that is from the a rose such a, such a clatter. <laughs> Look, a rose such a ladder company. And Charlie climbs the crap out of that ladder. Because this kid's a little shit. <laughs> I want to talk about the fact that Santa disappeared. Yeah. He did so his, He did Jedi die. His body just kind of disintegrates. And yeah. he waved. And Scott Calvin still put on his those suit. clothes. <laughs> he he did make force. a fall. <laughs> I mean, I'm not putting on a suit that just disintegrated a man. <laughs> <laughs> Put on the suit. Even if the Kiss card both sides of my ass. The card says you can, but that doesn't mean I have to. I'm gonna go back to my house and pretend <laughs> that that was a Christmas decoration gone awry. I'm gonna be like, I never got my Oscar weenie whistle when I was three, so fuck you and go back uh. inside my bed. So Scott grabs the suit because he's like, I'm just gonna put it in the sleigh and call the cops, and they can deal with this. And tells Charlie, don't touch anything. But, of course, Charlie doesn't listen. He nuzzles the reindeer. And then he gets in the sleigh. Because he's a little shit kid. <laughs> Scott puts the suit in the sleigh. And it's like, all right, we need to go. And then the reindeer take off. And now they are in the sleigh <clears throat> flying. So, and I'm guessing that there was a bunch of bad kids in this area. Because <laughs> he stopped here. Died. They didn't drop anything off, by the way. Maybe it's a Jewish neighborhood. Shalom. So <laughs> they hop in the sleigh and they take off. Mm-hmm. Now Santa's supposed to visit all the good kids. This must have been the bad area. We, Why the fuck was there? Was the no Do we know area. which city this was set in? <laughs> it's supposed to take place in the suburbs of Chicago. Shermer? What? Shermer. That's where all the John Hughes movies take place. Mm. We watched Weird Science the other day, too. Nice. Yeah. Holds up. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided it's creepy. It is definitely creepy. It's like, how old is she supposed I know to that be? Without 23. Watching. How old are they? 15? <laughs> <laughs> the main question with weird science is, what did they think they were doing in the beginning? They made a woman, but did they actually think they were making a no. woman? What was happening they were making here? They dolls. No. <laughs> they say what they're doing. He says, we're going to ask you questions, put it in certain sexual situations, see what she does. It was supposed to be like a primitive AI. Yes, but, but then, then he went a little bit off the deep end. It's like, I want her to live. I want her to breathe. I want her to aerobicize. I don't know. Yeah, things, a little crazy. <laughs> they weren't just building a computer program. They put bras on their heads and they electrocuted oh, a barbell. That was when they went off the deep end. But what did they think that was going to accomplish for writing a computer program? They just These are Frankenstein. <laughs> well, if we ever do that movie, we can further I feel like we need to now. I don't think Man, it's probably too well beloved. Oh, I think that there's question need to be answered, and that gets an exception. So, how does one recover from being turned into a giant turd? These are questions I have. Why is she into Malacca's, Dino? Froze, Those are questions you want to understand. Grandparents too. I know. <laughs> She's into Malacca's. All right. So they land on a roof, and you Charlie's license, like, Lisa. Charlie's like, you have to go down the chimney and deliver oh, the presents. Shit. So he does. He did what? And he picks up the bag, and it flies him to the chimney and down Every it. damn night. <laughs> on the telephone. And then he leaves the presents, and a Rottweiler comes into the room and grabs him. Cute him. We're watching this movie, and John has decided he's going to read all the Santa Claus trivia. Which, there was a plethora. I was there? And most yes. of it was, you know, so-and-so was in the yes. Yes. Oh, no, so-and-so was in the <laughs> But so, that once. We're yeah. watching this scene... And after it's over, I said, is that 
dog going to be your favorite tertiary object? Because it's Rottweiler. He loves Rottweiler. He goes, what now? I didn't see it. And I was like, you didn't see it? No, no. She said, did you see the cute puppy? And I was like, oh, rewind. (laughs) And he went back just far enough to see the dog. And I'm like, that's not a puppy. It's a full-grown doggy. Only I have a full-grown puppy. But he tried to go out the window, and they have an alarm that starts going off. Dog backs him up against the chimney, and he goes zoop, right back up. So, in the nick of time. See, Rottweiler's in the <laughs> That was a serial killer? That'd have been it. And then they get in the sleigh again, and they go across the way to another house that doesn't have a chimney. Hmm. And he's like, look, I emptied the bag in the last house. This house doesn't have a chimney. Why are we here? And lo and behold, there's more presents in the bag. That's magic. <laughs> it's Santa Claus, so... And he goes down the event. event. It's event. And uh, a chimney appears in the house, or a fireplace the radiator appears. turns into a fireplace. Which makes sense. Which yeah. is also awesome. And this son has a little girl who has slept in the living room so she can see Santa. And she's like, why are you so skinny? And why is your hair brown? And where is your beard? And he's like, shut up and go to bed. <laughs> throws a doll. He says, do you want this doll? I'll take this back with me. And then throws it into the tree. Now throws it into the fucking tree. <laughs> and she's like, aren't you going to drink the milk? And he says, I'm, I'm lactose intolerant. You need to close your eyes. And then he goes back up. And then they they continue to be Santa all night. And then... In the morning, they get taken to the North Pole. Now, they didn't cover the time issue. So you figure it takes, what, a minute, minute and a half to go to each house? How many children are there in the if world? If you're speedy. If, if you're speedy. <laughs> but she I wasn't. don't think it's taking place in real time. So there's got to be some kind of time warp? Uh-huh. Time dilation. Yeah. Because down, clearly. they get to so the So how North- long was this night for them? Oh, very long. <laughs> but it's one night out of the year. You know? well, not that's why Santa it's works one night a year. He's like, I will I say, to to I'm going back to bed. They go to sleep at, it, it's dawn when they get to the North Pole, and they go to sleep in the North Pole and still wake up Christmas that's morning true. in his bed. That's so true. there has to be some kind of special, super duper sped up time. And like, and like he says, is not everybody celebrates Christmas. Mm-hmm. So. And I guess if you have, if nobody believes, then you can skip the house. Probably. Right, let's, let's go lowball and say a billion people believe. Let's say there's a billion houses you got to go to. No, I night. think there's probably less than a billion. You don't? You think there's less? There's a billion Catholics. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and say that that's I a. Think low there's a number. billion Catholics. Yeah, that's what they're claiming. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gone around and asked personally because well, I have shit that. to do. And technically, just because you're Catholic, <laughs> just because you're Catholic doesn't mean you believe in Santa. Catholics You've believe in Catholic. Jesus. You've never been Catholic. But just because Americans believe in Santa, I think there's a lot of Catholic people that have never been Catholic. <laughs> when they're talking about Catholics, they're not necessarily talking about American Catholics, which have been Americanized and celebrate American mm-hmm. holidays. Holidays in other countries are different, uh-huh. like in Italy, they okay. don't have Santa Claus; we'll they have La Bufana, the Christmas witch. It's La. I said law. It's, we'll say 500 million. We'll cut that in half for you. The amount of time it's going to take you to go to a million houses in one night is going to kill you. Take, just, just, let's just do the U.S. No, it wouldn't kill Santa because he's got the special suit. It would have killed Charlie. Yeah, Charlie How did the little kid survive? Exhausted. 
But they get to the sa- to the North Pole, not the South Pole, and everyone is calling him Santa. And he's like, I'm not Santa. I just want to go home. And they're like, you are. Um, look at this and here and this and that. And he's like, no, I don't want any food. I don't want any drinks. I don't want to go. I would know. totally get just some cocoa. Go. Never turned on cocoa. That's true. I would, I would stay here. And Charlie is like, this place is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, remember? <laughs> and he uh, in the ballroom. He this he meets Bernard and he's like, uh, who has dreads? Guess what? You're Santa now. I feel like they're not dreads. It's yarn. It looks like yarn to me. Yarn. I think it's yarn. Like on he like has a yarn ca- on his head. Yeah, like, like a, a like cabbage patch kid yeah. doll. But he's not a doll. He's a little elf. No, but I think it's could be his hat. Also, he could just work with yarn, and he just... But I think it's... Let's not worry about that too much. I think it's specifically made to look like yarn, because a lot of dolls have yarn. I think it okay. makes him look kind of well, like a toy. We, let's go. <laughs> no, no. Veto. I've always thought it was yarn. Veto, move on. It's not the worst hair in this I movie. I know. I love this for five minutes. But this is when he discovers... Maybe we talked about mom's bangs. That there is a such thing as the Santa Claus... The claws that means that you are now Santa Claus because you put it's on the, Santa the suit. Curse. It is the Santa curse, yeah. But the Santa curse doesn't quite move. He's like, it's, it's, a, no, no. it's a contract, a and you put on the suit, <gasps> so now you're Santa Claus. And he's like, uh, no. <laughs> Too like, bad, dude. You're he's Santa like, Claus. you put on the suit, you're legally bound. By what court of law? We're in the North fucking Pole. By magic law. You, it's a magical binding. So that's why it doesn't matter where he is because so it's magic. So it's a curse. And we're back to curse. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Highlander. If anybody kills them, he becomes Santa Claus. I'm saying that whether <laughs> well, or not... Highlanders are born that way. I'm going to say whether or not your There's immortality you. is a curse is up to you. Well, That's true, I think. His, his initials are SC, so maybe he's chosen. Maybe it's like a Buffy Sean thing. Maybe there's certain people in the world that can become Santa Are you saying Santa threw himself off the roof because he was tired and he wanted Scott enough, you know? You know what? Maybe he did slip. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe he was mad because the elves couldn't make P.S. Maybe he's like, fuck my life and just jumped off this bitch. Actually, you find in the third movie he was pushed. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. Bernard also gives but Charlie... But I'm not re-watching the Santa Claus 3 to find out if you're incorrect or not. It was Martin so. Short. Oh, Short I did it. <laughs> you mean old Jack Frost? That sucks because I like Jack Frost. Before that movie. <laughs> Apparently. Bernard <laughs> gives Charlie the not the, a not snow the... globe that when you uh, shake it, shows <clears throat> Santa going across the sky. It's a magical snow globe. It's a magical snow globe. Scott does not want anything but to go home. And Bernard's like, you can go home in the morning, and then you have 11 months to get your affairs in order and come back at Thanksgiving. The list will be shipped to your house. And he's like, no. <laughs> it's like, what list? Do you know the list? The list? What list? I understand. You know, he's making a list. And all the elves popped up. He's checking it twice. And then Judy shows them to Santa's room and gives Scott some pajamas. And then bring some of her special recipe, cocoa. And on the wall, next time you watch this, on the wall when he walks in mm-hmm. are six pictures of former Santa Claus. Oh, really? Yeah, I noticed that this time. <laughs> in the 18 times we watched this You know this what, week. I, what I did notice in this is when he walks over and grabs a tool belt mm-hmm. and goes to put it on and then shakes his head like, nah, not for me because he's... Tim, the tool man. The tool man. Damn nice. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, I told now him, I like, kind of want to go you know, right to that he's scene playing, with the Santas. <laughs> th- this is, you know, Tim Taylor. Yeah. No, because yeah. he says right above this. 
he must have been a tailor. I mean, there's a lot of home improvement in this. Am I looking but at it that not, way, or they? For, I'm sure they put it. I'm sure, sure they put it in there because it, he's eggs. very for the Timites out there. Ooh, Christmas eggs. The Tim Tims. The Tim the Tim, the Tim the Tim bits. For the Tim bits out there. <laughs> but, <laughs> but for the Tim bits, yeah. Tim Taylor is That's just thing, you know? a part of his comedy. It's not all part of it, but that. No, show, this was a part of his comedy, but there was no mention of ball hair in this. That show grew out of his comedy, much like <clears throat> this grows out of his comedy. Uh-huh. What so, about this bed? This bed is That awesome. is a hell of a this bed. This bed is the uh, a equivalent never get up. the steak in the Matrix. And you see, you're like, God, I want a fucking steak now. I was like, I kind of want that Santa bed. <laughs> you know what else I watched recently? Matrix. Matrix, nice. Mm. I watched one and two. I, didn't I watched that not too long ago. I couldn't watch three. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not that bored. So he falls asleep in the giant bed. He wakes up in his own bed by a very excited Charlie. But he's like, still in his sweet Santa Claus jam jams. So who got him down there? Uh, magic. The magic. Oh. Like when Bernard appears and disappears again. It's magic. So now he's home and he's like, well, that was a weird dream. <laughs> and he runs outside. There's no sign of the old Santa or the reindeer. Charlie's opening his presents, and Mom arrives to take him home. She's like, wow, nice pajamas. Those are festive. Where'd you get them? He's like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you, got, you got it from Judy. Like, huh? She's like, who's Judy? <laughs> Which, she's a little too upset about this fictitious Judy person. <laughs> she's married to another dude. And Neil. She doesn't get to be that he may or may not be dating a waitress. There's nothing wrong with being a waitress, and you can <clears throat> date gentlemen. And there's nothing wrong with the name Judy. Mm-hmm. It's Judy time. And Charlie's oh, like, Judy, Judy. Judy, Judy gave Judy, him to call. you at the North Pole. And he's like, we went to the, we, we, we've gotten Santa Slay, and we traveled around the world, and we went to the North Pole, and we spent the night up there, and she's like, well, so much for uh, keeping him grounded in reality. Because Again, what the Which, fuck is her problem? My response would have been, he's eight. Yeah, what's her, I don't understand the, her... She I know gets, it's a movie, but I don't understand her like outrage that he's so obsessed with Santa, kind of. No. Because she, they wanted her to be my least favorite character. Right. I get her outrage later on when he just stays obsessed about Santa. But kids yes. get obsessed. When but I was when I was eight, I changed my name to Godzilla <laughs> in class, and my teacher got pissed. Because two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Did just, you breathe fire? No, I just erased my name, and because my friend, uh, what was his name, Michael? I don't know. But he, he got his parents got married, so he changed his name legally to his last name, and it fascinated me. I was like, how can you change your name? And he's like, well, my parents changed it. He's like, you can just change your name? He goes, apparently. I was like, well, fuck this noise. And I changed, erased Tony and wrote Godzilla. And I'm like, my name's fucking Godzilla. And then, like, then the teacher, it was funny because the teacher's going through the paper. She's like, who's Godzilla? I was like, me? She's like, you're not Godzilla. I said, Michael got to change his name. Like, you, that's not how that works. Oh I was God. very, very upset. If I upset. was your teacher, I would have indulged that. Yeah, oh, well, my God. They were very upset. Tony had a protesting swill of banana hammock moment for real. Yes. Do you want us to call you Godzilla from no, now on? Because I will. The moment's passed. I will. I got it. Batman? I mean. I'm fine with Tony now. I, I it's all right, it. Groshen Master. <laughs> Not quite as cool as Batman. But Mrs. Keenan, if I see your... No, she's actually very nice. But... And taught my brother and sister. Look, I don't understand why she was so mad about... Like, he's eight. 
he might have just had a dream, but you instantly jump to the conclusion that this man has brainwashed your child into re-believing in Santa Claus. So you couldn't even... It's still Christmas morning. Yeah. <laughs> Wait at least a three bit. days before you get mad that he seems all of a sudden obsessed with Santa Claus. Let's take down the tree first. <laughs> like... Let's wait till Christmas story's not showing constantly. I mean, it just doesn't seem... It's a bit much. Well, we cut to he's back in school because it's parent career day, I guess, where the parents come and talk about their jobs. And, uh... Yeah, I was reading those names. Nothing cool was on it. I was like, there's got to be something crazy written on that board. There wasn't. Like, one was a dancer, but then there's, like, a ballerina in the back. And it's, like, the mom and the daughter are dressed as ballerinas. I'm like, mm, That was weird. Is that it? Okay. It's a Disney movie. Yeah. Charlie's like, I want Scott to, I want my dad to go before Neil. So he's Who like, invites both their dad and their stepdad to career <laughs> and day? And mom. Why were they all there? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It seems very weird. Yeah. Maybe if they were really. She is a helicopter parent. This kid it's just has so a can, lot of supportive the, parents. The, <laughs> Maybe if, you know, if your dads have cool jobs like. Well, Neil's a psychologist, or psychiatrist, rather. Scott's job really cool. is, but Scott's job is He's actually Santa. cool. Yeah. No, no, but not, but the job that he gets paid to do, not Santa, what he was cursed to do, but his actual job, he works for a toy company. That's cool. Like, four kids, that is a cool job. Like, when my kids had that, I came in with the jazz triangle and I played for the kids. <laughs> I, I, was, I remember hearing about that. It was awesome. I don't remember having those days, but I grew up in an elementary school where... 95% of the kids all had dads in the Navy. I don't think they, That's why. My dad does the same I don't think they actually do that. <laughs> well, I think what they, if I'm, if I'm remembering it, I think what they do is they'll ask, like, four kids to do it. Like, no, they always have, like, in, the, in these movies, every kid brings their fucking dad in. It's like, no. We, the fireman, the cop, and, like, all the jobs that are cool and, and little kids want to hear about. Well, but, but, like, the accountant's not coming in. And, and the, <laughs> we had that. The deli from, We had that. And the way that it worked is... They said, hey, we're going to have career day. Whose parents are willing to come in? Yeah, yeah, So then everybody goes home and asks their parents. So then they get everybody a collection says, of all the no. parents. <laughs> yeah, right. Because more people than you might realize don't want to do this. Yeah. And then the teacher well, will look at who's willing to come and say, all right, we have time for, you know, yeah. six people. And she picks six. Yeah. That makes more and sense. And that's how that works. But in movies, it's always like every everybody in the class bring your parents to work. And everybody's like, okay, I guess this every, these 30 parents are just not going to be here all day. Yeah. I mean, most people probably can't get out of work. I know. Fran the beautician right, exactly. can't leave work to come tell everybody about how fun it is to cut hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the judge isn't going to be like, I can't go to court today. Yeah. <laughs> court I got to go talk to these little kids. <laughs> Admiral's like, look, I got to leave the fleet, guys. Yeah. Son's having career day. But, but John Cusack in um, that movie where he makes boats all day. All day. He's got, he's got, he's but got the fireman, <laughs> But the fireman who works like two days on, two days off yeah. or whatever, he's got time. Yeah. And he could probably go on duty because, yeah, you know, it's for kids. How long kids is it, love fire. And how yeah. long is it going to take? And really? on when I've worked in an elementary school that had career day, the fire department came in a truck, and this the kids got the to tour the truck to in the parking yeah. lot. They did. They were on duty. <laughs> you know, if a fire breaks out, they have the truck right yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> like, get off. We got to go. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, my dad is Santa. And he's like, well. <laughs> I mean, I do work for a toy company. I do distribute toys around the world, so I'm like Santa. No, no, no. You're Santa. And he's like, ah. <laughs> See, and this is where you start to get concerned. Yeah. <laughs> because now you realize your kid actually thinks his dad is yeah. Santa because he told a room full of kids that. Yes. Now, now they're going to make fun of him. People are going to say weird stuff. Now there is cause for concern, but I don't. But the kids buy into it. 
<laughs> That's because all the kids can actually tell he's fucking Santa. I know, but I'm just saying, like, they the can, kids start getting into it, too. Like, and it's so like, if oh, I kill you, yeah. I can be Santa? That kid. Watch that kid. He's going places. Yeah. He's, a, he's a thinker. Yeah, he's going upstate, that one. He's got it figured out. So they end up in the principal's office because, uh, you know, oh, real this quick, is bizarre. And yeah. I, I'm going to keep doing this, but what's with the doll? That was on display at the work party at the very beginning. I think that was their key item that okay, got them okay. the big sales this year. Because he has the doll when he's doing the presentation, and I'm like, okay, well, that's not Charlie's doll, I don't think. And it, then he takes it with them into the in principal's the party office at the beginning. Maybe it's like it Tickle Me Elmo or something. Oh, yeah, the big, big hot toy that year. I'm fine. Oh. Okay. Um, look at me. I just stood up. So <laughs> take your meds. I'm not due yet. Thank you for telling okay, me. Okay. Well, you looked <laughs> nauseous. So Scott is told that he has to make Charlie understand that he's not Santa. So he tries. Charlie's like, no, no, you're in denial. You're Santa Claus. And he's like, uh, I don't <laughs> know what to, uh, to tell you, dude. I'm not Santa Claus. And Charlie just laughs and realizes that reindeer are following them walk down the street because his dad is Santa Claus. Which would be kind of cool. Yeah, that was cool. Which, here's the thing. Laura doesn't seem to believe that Scott is not trying to convince his kid that he's Santa. Which, she knows this man. They were married. (laughs) I can't honestly believe that she thinks that he would try to make their kid this deluded. (laughs) Like, he doesn't seem like he's a bad dad. He shows up to the soccer games. He goes and does the career day. He does these cool things. It doesn't make any sense. They should have pushed that. They should have pushed it more that. She thought he was trying to get the son, you know what I mean? Yeah. By pushing like, the Santa thing. Because that's what she alludes to at first, but then she doesn't get like she's try- it. Like he's trying to get custody he's and make to Charlie like him better. Yeah. But they don't push that they either. Don't, they don't well, make him seem fun. like he's a bad absentee father. They don't right. make him seem like he's trying to steal Charlie from her. It's just so weird. Like, why is she so angry like at Like in um, Liar Liar. He, yeah. He, you know how they keep showing you how to get daddy is. But the thing here is, she... Is married. She has moved on. Yeah. It seems clear she left him. Why is she so mad at him? Because it's because it's a movie, and movies they always have the wife kind of wants to get back with the husband when it's like no, nah, not you. Because this is the only movie in the Santa Claus trilogy that doesn't have a villain. The wife's the villain. There is no no and like no, no, Neil, antagonist and Neil, who's the stepdad, who we, August, who we could easily not like, is actually pretty likable. And his job makes sense why he would be trying to help Charlie through his delusions. Well, he's Billy Rosewood. <laughs> so the next time Scott comes over, Laura has seen Charlie in his room pretending to be in Santa's sleigh. And Neil's trying to reason with him about how there is no Santa Claus. And Charlie's like, just because you haven't seen something doesn't mean it isn't real. And Neil tells Scott that they're beginning to wonder if spending time with Scott is good for Charlie. And so Scott's like, look... We're going to have to keep the Santa thing a secret. Like, stop telling everybody I'm Santa. Just act like nothing's weird. (laughs) This is a secret, which is what he should have told them in the beginning. (laughs) We can't tell anybody. So Scott starts going through some changes. And a whole year passes in this movie. And they don't give you any indication of how... It seems like we go from January to November. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. You see him slowly gain weight and his tri- his trials and tribulations with his beard. 
shaves and it grows right back. His hair. Which is I don't understand. Well, I don't know. You don't know what. I don't understand why he has to change. Who sees him besides elves and sometimes un- sleepy kids? Oh, this is a, a good fun fact. You know who invented the stereotypical Santa? Coke. Close. Yes. <laughs> it was Coca-Cola Company made that Santa popular. Because it's based off of Santa Claus, the right. German. I think the German. Before that, uh, before that, the, the prevailing like theory was that Odin. Looked more like Odin. Hmm. Hmm. I can see that. And he was, you know, didn't wasn't with the red or anything, but. Very interesting. That Coke was like, that's him. And I was like, yeah. I think it's helpful to see the visual aspect of him slowly morphing into Santa that, the more that he's in denial, but yet yeah, he looks just, in the mirror uh, every day. I just that in the night before Christmas. Night uh, before. The night before Christmas. See what you did? The night uh, before Christmas, the poem. Those two things made the whole thing. <laughs> the whole shebang is from them. Yeah, that's why there's reindeer. Mm-hmm. All right. So... He is growing excessive facial hair. He's gaining weight. He's not lactose intolerant anymore, and he wants to eat sweets all the time. Well, I can relate. In which case, that that would have made him fat. (laughs) (laughs) Believe me, believe. (laughs) So recently, I'm growing the beard, gaining weight, and I want to eat sweets all the time. I'm becoming sample. But that's what I'm saying. saying Is like they could have just had it to where he was getting because that's what he when he's in the North Pole, they only feed him cookies and shit like that and he's like oh that's why I'm getting fat you know but it didn't have to be this weird morph thing he's like, this I'll beard have a, maybe I'll have a Caesar salad yeah and one of those cookies yeah. and a tiramisu and a hot fudge sundae <laughs> actually hot fudge but put it on the side <laughs> yeah he loses it at work and his boss is like you need to get some help you're falling apart and so that's when he goes to the doctor I mean if you work at an office and there's a certain le- level of um, office attire that's and you show up in gray sweatpants. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to Walmart. Your dry cleaner exploded or yeah. burned down. Yeah. Or something. A, if it was a, good on the spot. I give him that. I mean, if there's an unspoken dress code and you wear sweatpants to work with an <laughs> ill-fitting jacket, must have been a big bead. <laughs> this is good. So the doctor's like, dude, nothing's wrong with you. He's like, I've gained 45 pounds in a week. And why? I shaved this morning. Why do I have so much facial hair? Hormonal imbalance. And, uh, it's going white. You're, what do you say? You're 38. And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm older than Santa Claus. You don't think your hair is going uh, white? Oh, we had discussions about that. Tony was like, he is not 38. I was like, he, he was, is not 38. He was 41 when this movie yes, was made. Exactly. And Tony's like, he he's older than me. And no, no, he's not. <laughs> he's not, um, not far Hey, Tony, Tim Allen is older than you. No, I know. But in this movie, I'm just saying. At this time. He was not 38. Yeah. Well, he lied to again. Even with the beard, it's not like he it's looks like he's an old young man. <laughs> exactly. No. But he, uh, he, the doctor listens to his pulse or his heartbeat, and it's the tune of Jingle Bells, which I love. And the doctor tells him to cut back on the sweets and dye his hair, and he'll be fine. But apparently, in the TV versions, they cut that. You don't hear the pulse or the the heartbeat. Hmm. I don't know why, but they cut that. Maybe for timing. How long is this movie? An hour and 37 minutes long. Well, they got to cut that <laughs> seven minutes for commercials. 
So he or takes Tony Charlie to a soccer game and is accosted by kids who want to tell him what they want for Christmas. Uh, they want to sit in his lap. <laughs> which I'm like, this is not good. <laughs> See, and this is one of those things that would freak parents out. Yes. Now, she's pissed because he's pretending to be Santa, not pissed because strange, he's letting strange children sit on his lap. Lots of them. Her focus here is wrong. And where are all these other parents? Yes. <laughs> My grown men do this. And I don't, they don't have little kids dressed, but they start forming into Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Oh. They they get the white beard and everything. Cause mm-hmm. My dad season, looks like Santa Claus. Yeah, holiday season, they like to dress like Santa Claus and I go out and Santa be Santa. Mall. So, yeah, so they, they look like Santa most of the year. Mm-hmm. Talk to Mall Santa once. We got really close. He's <laughs> like, Carly's, onward in July. <laughs> Carly's dad does look like Santa. A little bit. A little bit. And last year, he visited my students dressed as Santa. Well, that would work. And they did sit on his lap. The ones that but weren't afraid of it. Yeah, but that's totally but different. Being Santa, <laughs> if you're being Santa, it's okay. If you're in a park going, come here, kid. Yeah. Weird. But, you're in gray sweatpants no, going, come here, kid. Sit in, in my lap. It's just, there needed to be a, a, more than one parent that walked over and is like, what's happening here? Yes. <laughs> and if the kid said, it's Santa, and then he makes a face like, they think I'm Santa. I'm listening, you know. <laughs> then he's just being, that's my son playing soccer. You know, but you got this other dad or mom stationed there in case there's weirdness. <laughs> when when you play Santa Claus, you have to put your hands on top of their hands because they, you can't have your hands not shown in the photo because they can say like that you touched them and sue, sue you. Oh, Always okay. show your hands. Yeah. So, uh, that's a sad, Wait, it is. upsetting so, fact. I'm going upstairs to check my, my last levels. picture with Santa because I'm pretty sure we can't see where his hands were. Well, also, sometimes people will sit in your lap when, and say nasty And he pays for the picture. Weird. I'm sorry, what now? Sometimes chicks will sit in your lap and say nasty things to you. Gross. Yeah. No, that is gross. So, no, uh, Tony was only like, if you're ah! Billy Bob Thornton and you're bad Santa. I got, I got a story. I'll tell you later. <laughs> yeah, don't put that on the podcast. No. So he, uh, Laura and Neil take Charlie and they leave. He's like, let Charlie stay. It's his game. I'll leave. But they leave. They're very upset. She drags him <laughs> through the fucking field. Bitch, get out the way. There's a soccer game going on. I know, yeah. That some angry parent will punch you in the face for that. <laughs> and how do you know that Scott's the good parent? She's the shitty one? What does he say? No, no, he stays. I'll leave. And she's like, nope, he's leaving. Yeah, again. I look at her in the face and the fucking eyeballs of the soul and I say... Bitch. Especially if you're trying to make him more social and less delusional about Santa, he needs to interact in a positive way with other children, like playing soccer. So which one of them is the bad parent? Well, we all know which one is the bad parent. So then we cut to Scott getting the list delivered while he shaves for an hour, because God, does it take him a long time to shave. <laughs> By the time he comes back downstairs, there's like... A whole downstairs full Why of boxes. Aren't of they all the same size? <laughs> Don't worry about that. And there's more than twenty six, so they can't. It can't just be because each letter gets its own box. Why? No, because there's stacks and stacks and stacks. <coughs> yes, there's and some are Amanda skinny Sante's and some are fat. There. Why aren't they all the same? That's job? true. There's teams of people who make the list. You say. Mm-hmm. And depending on what letter you want, depends on what cardstock you get that day. There's a lot of no. Get a Look, P or C on just, there. Some of them are taller or than o others. It really bothered me. Really bothered me. But uh, he tries to catch the Lily Lily drivers because he's like, what the fuck did you guys just do to my house? Like, but they're like, hey, have a good Christmas. And what if you're bad after you're all already checked on the list? It's I guess he late. checks it twice. It was a cutoff. Screws back on the list. Well, that was another thing I didn't like. Well, how does, like, he 
So can he tell if you're bad or good? He yes. Yeah. He, 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 tell him. Wait, but he says, how will I know? And Bernard's like, you'll know. But, but what it's is that? It's part of the magic. It's part, yeah, it's the Santa sense. It comes with the curse. It's like yeah. Spider-Man's set, Spidey sense. It's Santa sense. No, no, no. <laughs> It's Peter. It's the Chris Kringle tingle. <laughs> That's where he's going. Good job. Oh my god. Elaine got that Woo. and was like, shut up, I gotta get this out. If she had a Jeopardy buzzer, she'd have been clicking it. Chris Kringle tingle. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, the Chris Kringle tingle. Okay. Make it a thing. So, at home, Laura and Neil decide they're gonna go they're gonna take legal action to take away Scott's visitation rights. Because that always works. And Scott realizes that when he sees children, he has the Chris Kringle tingle and he knows their names the and Chris he knows Kringle tingle. <laughs> See look honey, it's catching up. Wow. And he All knows right, so when Tony listens to this back and Carly says that second Chris Kringle tingle, he's gonna lose I'm it. Gonna love, lose my I like when I laugh at something during the podcast and listen to it back and laugh, laugh at, at it at the again. same time. So uh, me and me are laughing together. I do that all the time. I love that. Or when I say the same thing, like yeah. I'll make a wise-ass comment and I do the same thing twice, like I didn't even know I remember I said that. So then he goes home and dyes his hair and tries to shave the beard, and it doesn't work. <laughs> nope. So Charlie talks to the judge, mm-hmm. and he's like, and he comes, fucks it up. He comes out afterwards and he says, "Don't worry, Dad. I told him everything." He's like, you little shit. So he loses custody of Charlie. So do you, which is, I thought that was weird. I don't know shit about any of this. But do judges take little kids into their chambers and talk yes. to them alone without their parents? I would um, say that they have to have a, a kid's advocate. Has to that be an advocate call, in what's the called the guardian of light of them. Yeah. Yes, I would think but they that, would have to have somebody with them. Because that's just. There would be a child advocate there. But I'm sure they take them away from their parents to try to talk to the kids by themselves. Me. Kids will not talk shit about their parents in front of their no, parents. No, I know. That's what I was, I was Especially like. Especially if one of their exactly? parents is bad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's people who that's their job. Okay. Um, so. Depends on how old the kid is, too. Yeah. The cognitive ability of the kid. I'm just guessing. I'm talking about Spitball. So while he talks to totally the judge, guess. his mom and no Neil idea. talk about when they stopped believing in Santa. She wrote Santa a letter every week one year. Who does that? <laughs> People who want mystery day games. I remember yeah. writing letters to Santa. I or remember writing monster. one letter to Santa, but not what? 50. I'm sorry you never wanted anything so bad that you would write 50 letters about it. Yeah, that's wanna, true. Your sad, sad childhood. Which, uh, which I was going to ask, what, what, uh, what gift did you want so bad when you were little and oh, got? I don't remember. Yeah. I remember really wanting rollerblades, and I did get them. Nice. Mine was a uh, Nintendo. Wanted a Nintendo Ooh. so bad, and then I got it. Weird. I remember the year I got the TV. Mm. Your bedroom TV? Nice. It was like one of those 12-inch yeah. TVs, and it was so heavy. Yeah. But I wanted one so bad. I remember the year Audra got the Super Nintendo. Nice. I also remember the year I got the Cabbage Patch Kid. Nice. As a really little I got kid. you, Albie. My pet monster. <laughs> My brother had that. And he would not leave. Like, I used to sit. wrestle it. Like, I got it, and I was like, oh, cool. And then it was my wrestling partner. And I was doing wrestling with it. And I, I ripped its neck. So I remember it was, having yeah. a TV in my room until I was It was like I had this cut neck, and shit used to fall out. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. think I was only, I mean, I cannot remember what age I was. But I was, like, maybe 12, 13, mm-hmm. something like that. I wanted my pet monster. If you could find one. My parents were pretty good. Them, I think. As we got older. Like 100 bucks. My like, parents, I don't want that bad. Uh, we were, like... Super poor when I was really little, but mm-hmm. I don't remember that at all. But you watched a lot of Conan. But also, I, you didn't figure out the name where your cast. Or came maybe from. not super poor, but we there was 
some lean years, let me put it that way. <laughs> but I don't have any recollection of that. And in fact, one of my favorite things of all time was when I was really little, my mom made me this, my koala pillow. My mom made me that for Christmas one year, and I love that fucking thing, and I still have that fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And she well, told had a me needle once, coming out of that thing once and didn't know, and it kept fucking staying. I'm like, what is wrong with this thing? And then I checked, there's a fucking needle in the pillow. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but she told me one time that it always made her really, like, kind of sad and happy that I love that thing so long because they weren't sure, like, they were going to have Christmas that year or that mm. we would be able to have presents. And That's tough. But I love that fucking thing so much. We only have one more year left of that. After this year, we don't have to worry because Christmas is over. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Yeah, so John's going Ooh. all out this year. He keeps Ooh. shopping when he's... After he's taking Dude, his drugs. Dude, don't take Oxy and fucking <laughs> get on your phone. Oh, my God. We're There's going to be some, some shit showing up, and you're going to like, what is that? That is, um, <laughs> that makes salad. He keeps buying things, and I keep saying, please don't buy me anything uh, when so, you're on drugs. I was then, this close to buying one of those Food Ninja things that was a toaster, oh. air fryer, and it did, did a pizza oven. It did all these things. I was like, oh, I'm buying this. He's it's, also it's, been it was watching. Bucks. I'm like, I'm so buying this. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I guess the drugs are wearing off. That's a bad idea. <laughs> he fell down a YouTube hole with shoes, too. And I suspect he's bought more than one pair of shoes for himself. <laughs> he showed me a bunch of pictures of Gucci sneakers this morning. So I was just supposed to buy a pair of Gucci sneakers. And this, <laughs> these are seven hundred dollars. Oh my god! <laughs> but nice. Like I can get them secondhand. It's funny They're because like it sounds like I could take his credit cards away. He's got Apple Pay on his phone. I mean, yeah. You're not gonna so stop it's, it. it's like you ever get don't drunk, don't drink and text don't fucking oxy and shop. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Like there's gonna be so. some shit under that tree this year, and then you're like, <laughs> "That's from me to me." <laughs> like I got the best Christmas year. Santa brought this to me after I, I talked it. all that shit about him on a podcast. I got to tell you that Buick commercial where they're giving themselves Buicks for Christmas. I'm sure you've seen it. Yes, yeah. I have. And you're, and I love that commercial so much because I just think they're. I know they're super fake, but it's also how you would do. If you bought yourself a car, you'd be like. <gasps> Thank you. It's from me. Just what I wanted. I want to buy Which is how I kind of feel now. every time I buy myself Hopefully a present. Thank myself you, me. It's stuff. just what I wanted. Why not? Do you wrap it up? You deserve no. it. Oh. I, I buy that. myself Christmas presents. Like, you should presents. buy yourself something right put under the tree? I'll be shopping for other people and be like, ooh, I want that. I don't do all that. I just go, eh, I'm going to buy myself this this year and I buy myself something. I just bought myself a nightshirt. I usually don't buy myself anything mm-hmm. from like October on because if I do, Elaine gets mad. I was going to buy well, it. Yeah, you got to be careful. Well, it's because that. you always buy the things you told me to buy you for Christmas. <laughs> it's because you always make this face like, I don't care. And I'm like, all right, she's not going to buy that, so I'll just go and buy that. Oh. I instantly. So, like I told her, I want a pinky ring. I'm not buying you that. Please <laughs> buy yourself a pinky ring. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't can't. trust you. <laughs> so, anyway. Scott walks Not buying you a pinky mopes. ring with the Rocky stallion on it. It would be awesome. And he ends up at Laura and Neil's Oxy's house <laughs> because he wants to see Charlie I one more see. time before I January. love this sweater hat mittens combo. <laughs> Grown-ups who wear mittens are special people, and it just yeah. makes me happy. <laughs> you have to be a special person to give up, you know, your fingers. <laughs> I Dexterity. Love, I love mittens. I wear mittens. I mean, I'm, Friends, I'm, you can't see this, but Carly's had her hand raised the entire time that Elaine said that. I know she wears mittens, but there's just something fun about a grown-up in mittens. <laughs> they keep your fingers warmer than gloves. Yeah, but it's body heat. I prefer fingerless gloves. 
Yeah, I do too. Especially if they don't have the thumb. Why they give you fingerless gloves but still cover your thumb? I need my fucking thumbs, people. If there was only something that you could do to take that thumb right off, you know, there's just not a device available. No, I do. Chainsaw. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, something that can scissor Ooh. away. Laser. Yeah, oh, plasma cut. Sharp. You can't just cut the thumb off because then the whole glove can unravel. It's you, knitted. Will you burn it? And light myself on fire? You Look take out. it off your hand first, not me. Say you cauterize it. <laughs> oh my god. So anyway, um, right now, Charlie DJ's argues. DJ's listening to this in July. He yeah. just, <laughs> he's like, what? Charlie argues with Everybody all of them. Everybody on He just called her numb nuts. <laughs> they all are telling him to stop talking about it, but he knows that Scott is Santa, and he tosses the snow globe to Scott. He tosses it. This. Magical thousands of year old snow globe. Well, he's <laughs> he eight and an idiot. Tosses it, and Scott sees the magic, and he's like, "You're right, I'm Santa." And he hugs him and says, "Thank you." And then he wants a moment to say goodbye. And apparently, it is Thanksgiving. Because <laughs> yes. while they're having their moment to say goodbye, Bernard appears and talks about how the turkey is dry. <laughs> And then he's like, are you ready to go? And Charlie's like, let me get my stuff. And he's like, you can't go. And Bernard's like, I, he can go if you want, if you're all right with it. And then they fucking kidnap Charlie. <laughs> yeah, this is a little much. <laughs> Which, why are you letting your eight-year-old make these choices? He's <laughs> a little shit. <laughs> so then a group of officers are shown a police sketch. We have a recurring police sketch. Best police awesome. sketch we've seen. <laughs> Wrong. This is not the best police sketch. This is like third at best. Number one, the shoulder. Number two is Cobra. <laughs> Cobra was pretty good. Number three is the Kurgan. Oh, no, we didn't do that. No, no. Three will be this. I'll give this three at best. Oh, but there's no way this beats Cobra... Or the shoulder lady. Of course it's her. She's got hair and everything. You mean the winter's tail. Yeah, that too. Oh, man. Redhead, redhead from the back. Yeah. And then we see that at the North Pole, Charlie is working with Quinton, who is the Q of the North Pole. Whose name is Quinton. To improve the sleigh. Yep. Quinton. While the police work with Laura and Neil. And we just fl- flash back and forth. What's going on in the North Pole? What's going on in heaven? Plus, we a lot of James Bond lately. And then we have a montage yes. of yeah. arresting Santas on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Which is awesome. <laughs> and they're just like mauling Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Like, so Santa's just walking along and they're like tackling Get him. It's like, there's no way that would happen. I like the one guy who's like, hey, this is a rental. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way that the police are just going to start grabbing Santas out of the blue. Ain't happening. Because guarantee that 99.9999999, I got more. 99999. All of these, 99999, are not the guy. So, Scott and Charlie gear up to head out in the new sleigh with the new suit. And Charlie shows him some of the features, including the cookie cocoa dispenser and the two way radio in his hat. Ooh, CD. Yep, he has a flame-retarded suit now, so fireplaces will not be a problem. He's like, but what if I fall off a roof? <laughs> Which they and all they keep don't. ignoring. <laughs> well, because to them, honestly, they're all 1,200 years old. He's like a puppy. He's like a dog to them. He's like, mm-hmm. look, we're going to keep this guy for like 10, 15 years. <laughs> and he's going to go to the farm down okay, the road. Okay, so they're all 1,200 years old. Why is this guy, brand new puppy in charge? Who's the head elf? You are. 
bad idea. Because well, I he's think the one with, imbued with the magic. And also, I think it's just kind of they say they that because it's kind of like a fake thing. You're like, but oh, we all know you're in charge. Yeah, <laughs> we all know Bernard's in charge. You're Are in you charge. saying he's like the Mandarin? Yes, he's, he's an actor. He's a figurehead. Every time Elaine says the word actor, she says actor. <laughs> I have noticed. <laughs> oh man! Know what I watched recently was Iron Man. All of them. I'm nice. going to tell you what. I know that people get really mad about Iron Man three and the reveal of the Mandarin being an actor, but I love that part. It makes me so happy. It's my favorite scene in that movie. I like when he gives the kids shit. Now I know. Because we're connected. And he drives away. <laughs> well, that's how you would do. Kids still, but the kids still came to the funeral. Yeah. So we see him go back to the house with the little girl from last year. And she remembers that he said he was lactose intolerant and got him soy milk this year. And uh, it's a much sweeter scene than it was last year. I'm surprised yeah. she stayed up for Santa after her experience last year. <laughs> he was surly and threw his her doll in the tree. Mm-hmm. He's like, the milk is bad. You said you were lactose intolerant. It's like, I did say that. Thank you for remembering. So Charlie sees Mom and Neil's house, and he's like, hey, we should go there. And for some reason, it doesn't occur to Scott that they're going to be really pissed off that he disappeared with their son for the last month. Well, maybe (laughs) you expect that the magic of Santa would mean that they're asleep. Moron. (laughs) That shit's what they call amazing. He goes down the chimney, and as he's putting presents under the tree, he gets arrested. And why would they go down the chimney and instead of into the yard in the back door? Because you have Charlie with you, mm-hmm. so why wouldn't he go in to help you put the presents under yeah, the tree? Yeah, why did he leave him in the sleigh? But he's not even well, seems he's to be doing the Santa thing. But he doesn't even seem to be in the sleigh. Later, the elves, the ELFs. No, don't talk about them. They find him sitting on the roof. Why are you sitting on the cold roof instead of in the sleigh if the sleigh is still there? Why are you not going down? talks about how that sleigh has to have some sort of way to heat it. Otherwise, Charlie would have died. Because he's not in gloves or a hat. He's just in the sleigh. He hasn't even zipped up his jacket. (laughs) (laughs) It has to be heat in the sleigh. While Dad's getting arrested downstairs, and you see this from the roof, why don't you yell down, Mom? (laughs) Because they're like, where's the kid? He's like, in the sleigh. Nobody even looks on the roof. Even if this dude isn't Santa Claus, if he thinks he is, if that kid's on the yeah. roof. <laughs> no, no, even if, even if the kid's not on the roof, where's the kid? He's on the sleigh. One guy's looking. Someone's going to look. Is there a sleigh up there? Because there might be. Also, is this kid the president's kid? Because what a, what a show of force. Like, what's like 18? Is Stony Brook a suburb of Chicago? No. Because they wouldn't. They, when no, Dra- Dracula, Frankenstein, Frankenstein, the Wolfman, Creature of Black Lagoon, that's, that's three squad cars, six cops. <laughs> this guy steals a kid. It's like SWAT and fucking, there's thousands of fucking cops there. It's like the end of Die Hard. I was like, what? I was waiting for the APC to come in. This is a little uh, ridiculous for a kid. I thought Agent Johnson and Agent Johnson were going to show up. No relation. <laughs> So Judy reports that Santa isn't responding and was last at Charlie's mom's house. So they deploy the ELFS, yes. Effective Liberating Flight Squad. Yes. They fly off as Scott gets interrogated. And, and if uh, they can fly and they have jetpacks, why doesn't Santa get a jetpack just in case he, what, falls off a roof? Because they want Santa to die. Why doesn't he have the Bernard magic where he can just... Teleport? Teleport back to the North Pole. Which, which I think he does. So I, have, I have the answer to this. Have you ever seen Interviewed a Vampire? 
Yes, of and, course. And Louis and he tell, Lestat tells Louis to read their thoughts, and he's like, I can't. And he goes, Well, the gift is different Don't for each of us. The gift is different for each of us. Boom. Nice. Me and ben that said. is a very good the answer. The magic gift is, yes. the Christmas gift is different for each of us. But Louis was especially weak because Lestat had made too many vampires well, too close together. Santa, Tim Allen version, is especially weak because too many Santas fell off a roof. <laughs> Recently, there was six pictures. It didn't say when they all died. It could have been this year. That that could have been the last six years. I'm like, look, we need to upgrade some of this stuff. We're losing too many Santas. Maybe if he hadn't been in denial for eleven months, his Santa powers would have been right. He didn't. uh, Maybe, maybe, maybe next year he will have leaned into the magic more and learned more. So the see, ELFS... Bernard is like the Marius, you see. <laughs> those dudes get Charlie, and they go to the police station where they bust Santa out of jail. With Tinsel. And they... I love Tinsel. <laughs> I hate Tinsel. I really want to put Tinsel on the trees and, oh, you so really want Oh, you really want to kill the dogs? The dogs Tony, are going to eat Tony Tinsel. didn't One believe of, me. Both of those dogs are going to eat some I Tinsel. I believed you. I just... I, I was of like, all the things to I was worry like, about. we weren't allowed to have tinsel growing up because my mom didn't like the mess. Also, it can fuck up your vacuum. And he's like, we used to bury our trees what? in tinsel. <laughs> they don't make it out of metal anymore, though. They used it used to be yeah. actual oh, metal, know, and I that's know. why it would yeah. fuck up your vacuum. But now it's plastic. Yes, and the dogs will eat it. And now most the vacuums dogs already aren't metal eat either. plastic. <laughs> now vacuums are metal t- or plastic too. But anyway, I, I don't want tinsel. So, tinsel sticks around all year long until it's Easter grass. I love it. So they go back. And that's and only uh, like four months. We're going to get you That's screwed. not all no, year. No, 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 no. Tinsel the Easter grass is not that long. No, no, here we go. I got it. What we're going to do is we'll get you a special little tree. We're going to put it in your beauty room. And we'll put it, you can put whatever fuck you want on. But as soon as Tinsel goes out that door. <laughs> you can't control Tinsel. It has a mind of its own. <laughs> Once the Tinsel goes out the door, it's Tinsel no more. <laughs> oh, my God. So they go back to Laura and Neil's house. And Scott tells Charlie that he needs to stay with them. That they're a family and he can't be selfish and he has to make sure Laura and Neil get to spend time with Charlie too. And Charlie cries. He's going to miss him so much. But now Laura believes. You really are But Charlie Santa. didn't even like his dad until he turned into fucking Santa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Laura does believe. So uh, she turned, she burns the custody papers and tells Scott to visit any time he can. She's not mad enough about this whole you disappeared with my kid for a month. <laughs> now she knows that she, that he wasn't a delusion. Yeah. Neil seems like maybe he believes, but then Bernard shows up and Neil's like, he's bringing us into his delusion now. And she's like, shut up, Neil. I'll explain it to you later. And then Bernard's like, look, kid, you got the snow globe. You can summon. You can summon your dad. <laughs> yeah, fucked up. Look, poor Scott Calvin. <laughs> phone calls. Talk to. Sure, summon. Shake it, and he he's will like come. A genie. Well, Anytime, he's, yeah. day it or is night. A curse. It's full on myth now. <laughs> right, so Scott, Calvin, back. Scott Calvin was just struggling to be a good dad. He was getting divorced. You know, he was trying to land back on his feet. His he life was had. divorced. She was married. <laughs> he had not been dating anybody, so he's been having a rough go. One day his son comes over on Christmas Eve, and that was it. Now he's a slave. (laughs) A cursed slave at that. That's what happens. And now all he's allowed to eat is cookies. All right, it's not all bad. If you (laughs) killed the Santa. He didn't kill Santa. If you killed the Santa. First of all, Jack Frost killed the Santa. If you killed the Santa. And took his power with the quickening. And had the opportunity to take his power. I would there could be only one. Would you do it? If you were a single gentleman... Would you? Tony would. 
become <laughs> he Santa. He didn't like Christmas, but he would because he wants to. Like I don't forever. like Christmas, but I like little kids and giving uh, giving drink gifts to all the I kids. Have, is cool. it one of those? You become Santa. You so you have no idea that you're a slave you, um, to a globe or any of the mythical objects that are handed out. You know about Santa, the myth, the general myths of Santa, but we don't know the truth, the facts, the Santa facts. We just have Santa. You know what? Maybe's hypothesis. Fake news. You just have the hi- Santa hypothesis, but we don't have the facts yet. Fine, I'll be Santa. But the opportunity to become Still Santa. Keep on going, even though I've answered the question. <laughs> You'd be a terrible lawyer. I, don't ha- I wouldn't want to be a lawyer. <laughs> and it's not nice to tell me I'd be terrible at things. But you'd be excellent at everything else. Definitely uh, editor. What is um, the girl, so what's the mom's name? Laura. 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 Why doesn't Laura and Neil want to ride in the sleigh? Oh my God, that would be would like so one of those. That would be like the first thing. I'd be like, look, we're really sorry. Much Can like- we get a ride in the sleigh? Yeah. What's the name of that Harry Connick Jr. Christmas song about the sleigh where they were riding in it? You love Harry Connick Jr. Now you don't know? I don't think that that is a Harry Connick Jr. song. I think that that's just a Christmas song that he's saying. Mm-hmm. But he wants to know the words. Do you know the words? I do not know the words. <sighs> Usually I am on my Christmas song P's and Q's, but... P's and Q's? <laughs> I thought it was, yeah, Presents and Coles. Anyway. P's um, and C's. So this is when all oh, the PC cops culture, culture. in Chicago show up at the house. All of them. Like T2. And it's why like are all these people awake? There's all kinds of no, people no. outside. That's not the question. <laughs> so you see a bunch of cops show up at your neighbor's house. You may or may not go outside. But you, would you let your four-year-old get out of bed? And come outside in their pajamas? They were already outside. To watch your neighbor get arrested? No, you would not. No, you would not. (laughs) Anyways, um, so uh, the crowd immediately forms. They get to see Santa fly around in the sleigh and wish them all a Merry Christmas. And then he drops down gifts for the family. Um, Which, why did he drop down gifts for everyone? I know he should. Should have been yeah. fucking Every everyone. time I watch it, I think that's what he's doing at first, but then it's not. It's but just, no, it's just a, and Charlie, his one gift that he wants yeah, more than anything else is a soccer ball. Soccer ball? This is like, kind of a rich, spoiled, bratty kid. He's yeah. got a lot of soccer balls. That's what I was wondering, because I'm like, so what's Charlie's. He's been old Santa Claus. What's Charlie's deal with all this? He gets whatever he wants, right? Mm-hmm. As long as he's on the nice list. Ooh. I don't know. He's been pretty naughty this year. He took off for a month to go. He ran away from home with Santa for a month. Yeah. <laughs> that does not put you on the nice list. Well, I think you get special privileges if yeah. you're with Santa. So, I don't know. He called, didn't come up with a way to keep Santa from falling off a roof, did he? It's called nepotism. So Laura gets her mystery date game. Neil gets his weenie whistle. And yes, I Charlie gets whistle. a soccer ball. And then Charlie waits for like 10 whole minutes before summoning his dad. And because uh, he misses him too much, and then when he arrives, Laura lets him take Charlie for a ride in the sleigh, and well, she did not say, "I want to come too." Well, no. also, Laura, <laughs> also he he doesn't like climb anywhere; like he floats away on this like like a Mary Poppins thing, yeah. and he's just holding the sun. And I'll be like, oh, "Okay, look, I know you're." Can we uh, land the sleigh? And I know climb you're one of the Fae now or whatever, but my son is not. So can we bring the sleigh down here? And can I pet a reindeer instead of floating it away? Yeah, bring, bring you know what else right I watched now. recently? Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Nice. I've watched a lot of movies lately. Alright. The end. Merry Christmas. What's your favorite character? Or what's your, what do you think, John? Oh, I get to go first. Yeah. My favorite character is Bernard. Okay. Because I love him. He's awesome. <laughs> My least favorite character is 
Charlie or Laura? <laughs> still can't make it. Mm. Um, is it Charlie because he wants to kill his dad? Might be. I think uh, he take says over the family business. Yeah, I want to get in the family business. <laughs> and I know how to do it. <laughs> I know what the true Santa Claus is. It's push off a roof. Yeah. You may fall in a, in a room full of chainsaws. <laughs> um, anyway, my favorite scene is when they first get to the North Pole and they're being shown around because it's magical. <laughs> I don't know. I just, <laughs> my favorite um, line is where... In, all right, so Santa Claus is walking down the street and he's like, Ah, Timmy. Good. Tommy. Naughty. He's like, oh, Judy. No, but was it Judy? Veronica. Veronica. Very nice. She turns to him and goes, in your dreams. Sleigh boy. Sleigh boy. Thank you. That's when he goes home and dyes his hair. <laughs> I thought that, when I saw this in the theater, I thought that line was hilarious. And I still think it is hilarious. When you were 13, 14. I was 14. <laughs> What's Shut your up. favorite tertiary object? Oh, that's a hot take right there. It's a quick question. Um, I didn't think of one. <gasps> no. no, I have two. It's not the dog. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Rottweiler. Is there any tape on this? Hmm? No. All right, I'm going to go with the Rottweiler. All right. What do you think, Yay, Nay, Bay? Oh, I'll give it. If you like Christmas movies, this is. there's nothing spectacular about this, but it's a staple. Mm-hmm. So I'll yay it, but give it like a soft yay. Like, there's other Christmas movies you should watch, but it's a month of Christmas, so get it in eventually. Yeah, you got a lot of time. <laughs> Don't rush to see this, but go ahead and watch it. All right, Elaine, what do you think? Uh, my favorite character is Scott. Also Santa Claus. My least favorite character is Laura. Good pick. My favorite scene is when Laura and Neil discuss when they stopped believing in Santa Claus, and we find out that Neil was three, and all he wanted was an Oscar Mayer weenie whistle. Because it's so... <laughs> Like a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> it was so sad. And then, also, I like the end when she gets mystery date and she's almost in tears and then he gets the weenie whistle and I cried because <laughs> I feel like it's the only emotion in this actual movie. <laughs> when they talk about Santa and then when they get their gifts... Because, like, she's more emotional about uh, emotional about mystery date than she is that her kid went missing. <laughs> Just saying. That's true. But I really like, they were acting, and I felt their action. I felt their emotions. <laughs> and it makes me weepy when he opens the weenie whistle. Um, my favorite line is from when Scott is at the doctor. And the doctor says, if it bothers you, you can die it. And you should dye it. <laughs> I just like that. It's so funny because he's talking about his hair and then uh-huh. he needs to lose weight. Um, this is a good movie. It's. I think that when you're younger, the character of Charlie is not as annoying as when you're an adult. Because watching it now as an adult, you're like, man, what a shitty little kid. <laughs> Somebody needs to give that kid a, a smack across the face. Well, you might want to kick a kid down a flight of stairs. Like, <laughs> me, me neither. Jeez. Too too big for a baby boat. (laughs) No, no. I was thinking a smart slap across the mouth for being a shit kid, and you are kicking him down the stairs? That's different. (laughs) He's like a shit kid. But still, I mean, it's a good movie, and uh, I enjoy it, and I'll be happy to watch it again. And I will even be happy to watch The Santa Claus 2. But not, not The Santa Claus 3. Not the Santa Claus. <laughs> so she, in 2022, when Carly's like, all right, and Santa Claus 3. I would rather watch Jack Frost again than The Santa Claus Let's 3. Let's not get crazy. Okay. You make that arrangement. 
fact. Uh, Facts or facts, sir. Phone call. I just happened to pick up my phone. Uh, what do you think, Tony? Uh, let's see. Favorite character is Scott. Least favorite character, Neil and Laura. Favorite line is when Scott walks up in the beginning to Laura's house, I assume, and he says, uh, where is he? And she goes, well, he could be listening to records, jumping up and down on his bed and wearing red hat and galoshes. Scott goes, no, I don't care what Neil's doing. I'm talking about Charlie. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I like the little snippety snappities. Uh, my favorite scene, it's kind of a, it's kind of a tie between the, the, poli- the police sketch with the APB thing where they're like, uh, what does he say? Whoa. Oh, fuck, this one's going to be hard to find. Well, I think the red suit will make it yeah, stand yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And um, the whole the whole police APB stand-up sketch thing was funny. Favorite tertiary object is complicated. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't even tell you my favorite tertiary object. Oh, well, why don't catch us up then? then? Oh. My favorite tertiary object is the elf that makes the modifications to the suit has a long braid. <laughs> He's got a very strange mullet because it's obviously short in the front and on top, but yet he has a braid that goes down past his butt. It's the weirdest wig I've seen in a movie in a really long time. So that was my oh, favorite tertiary object. My favorite tertiary object is the rad board, oh. which I'll have to put a, po- a picture on the um, Facebook. It's basically three skateboards welded together. And I was like, what the fuck is this thing? But they're putting it in, apparently it's Charlie's, and they're putting it in uh, Laura and Neil's, Neil's car. Tr- and Trump. I remember seeing that in, when it was in the movie, and I was like, what the? That's interesting. Can't wait yeah. to see for someone who has, no one ever had one of those. And I'll get Is it a real toy? I think I it is, because I found it on here, so. It was in the trivia that it was called a rad board, but yeah. I did not Google it. I don't think it caught on. <laughs> <laughs> There's a it's lot of weird. weird-ass skateboards. There was the one that slides back and forth like a snake. There's one that only has two wheels. There was all kinds of people trying to reinvent the... Uh, the skateboard. wheel there? No, yeah. the skateboard. The wheel was fine. All right. My favorite character, also Scott. My least favorite character, I'll go with Laura. I feel you on that. My favorite scene is the gearing up montage, where we flip back and forth between the police rounding up the Santas and him getting dressed to go. Uh, my favorite line is, whoa, how did you do that? How did it feel, Dad? It felt like America's most wanted. I remember liking that line when I was younger, too. When he first... On the first night that he's Santa, like the first house mm-hmm. with the Rottweiler. And my favorite tertiary object, I wrote down two, and none of you have said either of them. Ooh, <laughs> I wrote the Double police bubble. sketch because I loved it. <laughs> and then my second one, the police officer that they wrap up in the ribbon is reading a romance novel I saw upon that. their arrival about pirates. <laughs> Which I think is actually- this one. <laughs> I looked it up. I think I might have read that. <laughs> I went through a stage where I paused and reversed and like got all close to the TV trying to figure out what it was. I think I might have read that particular romance novel because I went through a phase where I read a bunch of pirate Regency romances. <laughs> and I was pirate's like, treasure by Heather. Pirate's pleasure. Oh, excuse me, a pirate's pleasure by, by Heather Locklear Graham. Graham, I think. So, anywho. That is my favorite tertiary object. And I will also get... We it's a good family movie. You know, watch it with the kids. I think I watched it last Christmas when I went to Philadelphia with my sister. John and watched it last Christmas. We know because we watched it on Disney Plus and started at the credits. So, <laughs> a head start and it goes to the credits. I'm like, of course, you you know, you wait a year and you're like, hey, I wonder how those credits are going to end up. <laughs> 
and there's Disney no Plus is like no no you want to finish it yeah, yeah. you know how like when you're watching a movie on Netflix yeah. and you click on it and it says start from beginning or continue yeah. Yeah. there's no start from fucking beginning I had option. an issue with because ours froze like the captions yeah. froze and I my remote wasn't doing anything so I just turned the TV off and I came back the next day and tried to finish my notes and it was still stuck there with the caption <laughs> and the thing's just spinning and spinning and I'm like what if I hit back it'll just take me back it just takes me back to the Disney Plus what do you want to watch screen I clicked it again I'm still stuck in the same spot <laughs> you got a reboot you got a glitch oh. in the matrix yeah so anywho alright well this song's really short so please find us on facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast on twitter at lmoviepodcast on instagram at lmoviepodcast dogs you can email us nick with your information for that movie and anybody else who feels the need or the desire we would love to hear from you unmoviepodcast at gmail.com is that email address and uh, tune in next week on, on the, the podcast, podcast. <laughs> for Elaine's pick you were the looking second at part of our two part retrospective I thought it was eight parts I thought, Conan. Was, I thought you were doing at least three <laughs> it's not going to be called The Conquerors and uh, well, I mean Red Sonja <laughs> anyway, I already Red did Sonya, Red Sonja so Red technically this is part three oh. anyways Conan the Destroyer alright let's see really this honestly I couldn't kids Bob didn't kids Bob it's not kids Bob I don't know who it is. It's a bunch of fucking kids. Yes, it is. Well, the other one that popped up when I put it in was Mariah Carey. (laughs) I love Mariah Carey singing Christmas music. I love Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. I don't care. I will listen to that every day for a month. And you're about to. (laughs) I'm going to hear it multiple times. I can't wait. So excited. Yeah.